on Triple M Mining HQ. Hello and welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. Coming up today, we all know that mine site workers are exposed to harsh conditions and we all have different fitness levels. So this morning, we're talking to Dr. Warwick Bishop, a leading cardiologist, author and speaker and discussing signs to avoid a heart attack and elevating the risk of potential heart attack. So let's get into things. Good morning, Chris. Pablo Miller, good morning to you. And in the Apple Isle, we're going to have a chat to Dr. Warwick Bishop, cardiologist, best-selling author, change maker, and educator. Good morning, Dr. Warwick. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm well. We're getting so close to the silly season. So it's probably a, a timely chat to have, well, I guess any time's a timely chat, but we're talking about, um, first of all, how do we evaluate the risk of a heart attack? What are the factors Look, we've got to be, this is a really important conversation, Chris, and we've got to be aware of what we mean by risk and how we assess it for an individual. This, as you may or may not be aware, because we've spoken about it a few times, is certainly one of my pet topics. Now, typically, what we've done over the years is we've looked at a population of people, got a whole lot of data about their characteristics and followed them for a period of time. And then as things happen to them, we've made note of that. Now, very simply, that gives us a great insight into things like age, sex, smoking, blood pressure, cholesterol levels, all these things that can be linked to to a cardiovascular event. So our risk calculators, and if you went into your doctor's surgery and said, um, hey, Doc, what's what's my risk of a heart attack? They put in characteristics, just as I mentioned, age, sex, blood pressure, smoking history, cholesterol levels and such. And what they do is they generate a number. Now, that number for a bloke your age and approximately my age might be something like 10 to 15% score over the next five years. And your doctor would show you that score and say, look, that's sort of somewhere in between and you might look after your blood pressure a bit more, you might exercise a bit more, and we might decide about some sort of therapy down the line. Now, that sort of risk calculation is a useful tool for a health economist. But if we think about it, it hasn't actually given you the answer that you wanted when you went and saw your GP because you said, hey, doc, what's my risk of a heart attack? And after putting in your characteristics, what your doctor probably should say is, Chris, based on your characteristics, what we know is if we take 100 men like you and we follow those 100 men for five years, 10 or 15 of them will have a heart attack and we don't know if you're one of them. Very, very interesting. There's a lot of factors to consider. So the crux I want your listeners and you to understand and the message I try and get out to people is that when we think about oh you know my blood pressure is okay or my cholesterol is not too bad these are only associations and are a indicator of rate of an event within a population and they don't necessarily translate to the individual and that's really important to understand Chris because most of us actually want to know what our individual or personal risk is. And I bet 90% of the people listening, you and I included, would be able to think of people who looked fit and well and didn't have raised blood pressure and probably exercised a lot and, surprise, surprise, had a heart attack. The signs of a heart problem, how varied are these? 
Look, that's a great question. But before I jump to that, Chris, I'd like to just tie off very quickly on that last one about evaluation of risk. When your listeners understand that there's a difference between the rate of event in a population and trying to use that to predict their own risk, then what I hope they understand is what I advocate for, which is looking at imaging the heart directly of an individual using a CT scanner. So we can literally take a picture of those arteries and see what the health of them is. And if anyone's interested, I've put together a platform, a a web-based platform that would allow an individual to do a simple check and if appropriate, order that scan. And that that website is virtualheartcheck.com, virtualheartcheck.com. Really simple to use and a great way to be precise about your individual risk, not sit in the pack and wonder if you're the one who's going to have a heart attack. Do the results come back pretty quickly when people go online? Uh, They will get an immediate risk calculator that's a population-based risk calculator and then an explanation, if appropriate, and a recommendation to consider further imaging. Okay. Let's get into the signs of a heart problem. Yeah, let's do that. Look, probably the most important thing that we're always asking about as clinicians is a change in exercise capacity. And we're interested in chest tightness or restriction when someone does something physical or shortness of breath. Now, here's an interesting one for those listening. That discomfort or that burning pain that people can get from their heart when they exert themselves that we call angina is literally the pain of cramp because what's happening is that the heart's not getting the blood it needs and it tightens up and restricts. And because it tightens up and restricts, it generates the same pain response as if your leg had a cramp. So shortness of breath, chest pain, very important indicators immediately to go and check, get checked out, particularly if that chest pain is out of the blue and new for you and you can't explain it. So chest pain, shortness of breath, absolutely are critical to get followed up. We also get people who will at times feel signs or features that seem like indigestion, but they're not used to having indigestion. And if they feel unwell, they've got indigestion, that can confuse the picture. Some patients will get pain related to different areas, like uh, an elbow, particularly the left elbow, or across the back of their neck and into their shoulders. Remarkably, once I heard a story of a lady who had her dentures changed three times, and it turns out that, in fact, she was getting angina, and they thought that the discomfort in her jaw, which was, in fact, radiated pain or pain from the heart being felt in the jaw, was from her dentures. The bottom line, Chris, is if something's not right, you've got to get it checked out and checked out soon because heart disease often doesn't give people a second chance. Got time for one more prevention of heart attacks for the listeners of Mining HQ. What would you recommend? Oh, look, there's a a pretty simple list here. I mean, I don't even need to mention smoking because that's a no-brainer. Anyone listening to this who is a smoker would know it carries risk of stroke, heart attack, cancer, etc. So I won't even uh, I won't even go into smoking, but the really easy ones that we can do something really uh, useful about are blood pressure. So go and get your blood pressure checked. 
running your blood pressure at a low level and not having it running high is a great way to protect your arteries. Being overweight's a big problem, partly because it drives up your blood pressure, partly because of the food you've eaten to get there, and partly because it diminishes your exercise. If you want to reduce your risk, exercise as well. It's really good for you. As I've already mentioned, image your heart. Go and actually see what's going on under the bonnet. Don't try and guess. So image your heart, virtualheartcheck.com. Check it out. And the last thing I've put on the list is get good sleep. It's an absolute bedrock to overall good health. It will control your appetite. It will control your blood pressure, your cortisol, and your adrenaline levels. So get good sleep. Dr. Warwick Bishop, it's been a pleasure having you on Mining HQ this year. Season's greetings, and we wish you all the best. Chris, as always, a pleasure, and I hope your listening audience uh, learned something today. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast, available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.